Warning, this podcast may contain graphic and triggering content. Please listen at your own risk. Each individual struggle is different and everyone's recovery and healing journey is different. Please reach out to a certified medical professional if you need help. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of Stomp the Stigma. I can't believe it's episode 49 already. This is the podcast aimed to fight the stigma surrounding mental health through education, awareness, experiences, stories, resources, and the vulnerable truth. Happy New Year! I hope everyone had a safe and relaxing holiday season. Cheers to 2022! Um, I hope that your 2022 is better than 2021 in every way, and I wish you all the best and a year full of health and happiness. Today, I just wanted to take another episode for kind of a verbal journal entry on my part, kind of reflect and acknowledge my own life and mental health over the last month or so, and kind of look back at the whole year of 2021. I won't make this one too, too long, but thank you so much to everyone listening and allowing me the space to share and just express everything. Um, my own mental health has kind of taken a backseat lately and I'm definitely starting to feel it. So I think this little journal entry rant, um, expression, uh, is, is much needed for me. So Christmas time and the holidays are always really difficult for me. I think I mentioned in one of my story episodes that Christmas break of my second year of university was my lowest point I've ever had. Um, I really am alive today because I met my university friend group at the start of the semester in January of that year, and the holidays always bring back those emotions, those bad memories, the much more time with my family. And I think I've also mentioned in the past that my family is a big trigger for me. We don't really get along that well. We don't really see eye to eye. And I don't view the purpose of life in the same sort of way that they do. And then in the past, I never really got the support that I wanted or needed from them when I was struggling the most. So my mental health journey and ongoing struggles are not something that I ever really share with them or we ever really talk about. I have um, different resources and other people to turn to when I need that. So then around the holidays, I spend an exaggerated amount of time with them. Uh, So that doesn't always bode well for me and my mental health. I also, I know this is hard for a lot of people, but I have a very hard time setting boundaries with my family. So I usually end up spending more time and money on them to make them happy uh, because I think a part of my personality is being somewhat of a people pleaser and I don't ever want them or other people, especially my family, being disappointed in me. So I end up spending way more money than I should or than I want to or than I have and uh, it's very hard for me to set boundaries. Anyways, I digress. Um... (laughs) 
leading up to the holidays this year, I could feel myself dreading it more and more. I was not in the mood for Christmas this year at all. I didn't even put up my Christmas tree, which is unheard of for me. I have a little tree that I can fit in the corner in my apartment and it's usually so cute and exciting to decorate it, but I just didn't this year. And I, I acknowledged that kind of skipping Christmas, in my house at least, was necessary for me to feel a little bit better about everything and the whole situation this year. This year, I only had Christmas and Boxing Day off of work, no extra days around the holidays like most people did. So I spent Christmas and Boxing Day with my family um, in our house. The tradition is that Christmas Day is a full day ordeal and we have Boxing Day traditions as well. So we spend a lot, a lot of time together. And for me, that's hard to handle sometimes. So this year, I spent the two days with my family and then it was right back to work after that. I didn't have any extra days off, so needless to say, I did not really have any time for myself over the holidays or to decompress after it all or to process everything. So then after Christmas, my uncle asked me to dog sit and house sit for him and his girlfriend from uh boxing day all the way past new year's and i was so happy to do it i was so excited to get to spend some time with their dog she is this big cuddly husky mix um so it was great it was i was really excited for it and it was nice to have some company because i live by myself so i got to spend a whole week with her and it was also an excuse for me not to do much else I didn't make any plans. I just hung out with the dog all week and kind of did my own thing. But at the same time, it was tough to get used to staying in someone else's house, you know, uh, sleeping in a different bed, cooking in a different kitchen, which if you have listened to my episodes before, you know that cooking is a huge um, coping mechanism for me. It's something that I enjoy. I cook, I bake all the time. So cooking in a different kitchen where you don't know where everything is or they don't have all of the same like pots and pans or um, tools that you would use in your regular kitchen. Um, So it's just weird being out of your kind of comfort zone. Plus, if anyone is in Calgary or in Canada, um, you know that it has been super, super cold. It's minus 40 celsius outside so that did not help at all i had to take the dog for a walk three times a day in minus 40 because she's a big girl and she needs a lot of exercise so that was very interesting so leading into this i was expecting it to be kind of like a mini vacation and a little break for me to kind of escape home and other commitments and other people and just kind of chill but it ended up being more of a disruption to my routine and that also took a toll on me like I said I was so so happy to take care of their dog she was super sweet and so affectionate and cuddly and just the best but I was also very excited to get back to my own house when the week was over Another aspect of it, um, 
as with most people, I ate my fair share of junk over the holidays and the last month in general between advent calendars. Yes, I always do advent calendars. You are never too old for that. Um, All the Christmas celebrations, um, New Year's, all of that kind of thing. I have not been eating the best um, and I've definitely not been feeling my best because of it. And so all of these internal changes are super triggering for me. I know I've mentioned this in a few episodes with different guests, but a disruption to your routine, your sleep schedule, eating habits, uh, exercise schedule, anything like that can set you off. And this year it all piled up and it definitely, definitely did. Then after all of that, last week I had a sudden health issue come up. Um, No, it was not COVID, thankfully. I'm fine. Um, But the stress of the pandemic is not helping anybody or anything. Um, Anyways, my health concern was kind of the cherry on top and it sent me spiraling. I had the lowest darkest week I've had in literal years. I haven't been that low in so, so long. Um, I'm still kind of surprised and shocked that it happened because I was doing so well and I was doing such a good job at managing everything and maintaining kind of a neutral normal, if you can even call it normal, um, mental health level, I guess, and health but I fell to a really, really low point. I withdrew from everyone. I canceled plans with friends and I just kept to myself the whole week. Uh, I kind of buried myself in my head, which is not usually a nice place to be, but like so many others, I didn't want to burden anyone else with my struggles. And I've said that many, many times before. It's common for people who are struggling with their mental health to kind of keep everything inside, keep it inwards and not want to bother anybody because they don't want to be that burden. Uh, And I definitely feel that way. So like I said, I kept everything to myself, but I'm also in a place in my mental health journey where I know that it won't last forever. So I knew that there was nothing I could do in that moment to change anything health-wise. I just kind of had to wait for some test results and make a decision based on what those were. So I just had to kind of wait and realize that there was nothing I could do just yet. Thankfully, everything came back okay, if you were wondering. Um, So no worries there. But I could finally breathe again. And once I got those results, that was kind of the relief I needed to come out of this funk and it was so much better after that so now I'm slowly getting back to my routine my pre-holiday routine getting back to a regular gym schedule eating a bit healthier so I feel a lot better now but that was kind of everything that had piled up on me and it just got so overwhelming that I couldn't handle it anymore Um, But I'm so glad that the holidays are over and I can just get back to my life and focusing on me and what I need. So one thing I posted about the other day on the Stomp the Stigma Instagram page is following through this year. 
how many people out there send out Christmas messages and best wishes for the holidays to people they haven't spoken to in months with a note to meet up in the new year? Because I do this all the time. I'm so guilty for it. And as an adult, it is so hard to keep in touch with people. And as the years go on, you slowly just drift apart. But this year, I am making a point of following through with those open-ended promises. And I really challenge you guys to do the same, whether that's virtually or in person. Follow through and reconnect with the ones you care about the most. Because so far, for me, it has been amazing. I've met up with a couple friends already this year, and I have plans with a couple more in the coming weeks, and my heart is so full. It's incredible. One of my friends I met in university and was a part of the core group of friends that saved my life that I mentioned a little bit earlier, and I really do credit them with the fact that I'm still here today. They came into my life at a time when I was so low, I didn't see a point in continuing on with life and uh, yeah they were my rocks through uh, university and and that hard time for me. Anyways um, this particular friend and I were extremely close. We spent six days a week together all day every day for the last three years of our undergrad degree but I mean, as friendships do, after we graduated, we slowly drifted apart because when we saw each other all day, every day, we never texted. We didn't really need to message each other because we were together all the time and face to face. And then after we graduated, we just, it was hard to start that uh, dialogue and that connection through text messages. So we slowly drifted apart. But last week we met up for dinner after two years apart Yes, I haven't seen him in two years. I can't believe it. We haven't talked very much in those two years, but when we saw each other, it was like no time had passed at all. It was amazing. I feel like this happens every time we do see each other. We just pick up where we left off. And yeah, my mental health struggles are not something that I openly talked about back then when we were in school and when we were super, super close. So Even though my friends were the reason that I am alive, they never knew about any of that until I started this podcast. So my friend listened to my first few episodes and heard my full story, and he told me that he would never have guessed that I went through any of what I did. And then he also recently shared with me the mental health struggles of his own kind of his anxiety and battle with self-love and how it affected his relationships. And that is something that I never would have guessed from him either. He was always so confident and outgoing and just making everybody laugh. And you, you never would have guessed it from him. So that night when we went for dinner, we talked about kind of both of our stories and our journeys. And we connected and discussed our mental health for hours and even though he's not in a place where he would openly share his journey on on the podcast for you guys to hear as well, um, we had an incredible conversation nonetheless. So I guess my message for everyone is to never underestimate the power of connection, of conversation, and of friendship. Because that night alone 
it was a few hours, um, but it made my heart so happy. And even a couple weeks later, I'm still thinking about it and thinking back like, wow, that was such a good night. And I'm so happy that I reached out and that it happened. So I hope that you all can follow through this year and reconnect with the ones you've lost touch with or drifted from this past year because human connection is amazing for the soul. Okay, after everything that has happened this last month and the ups and downs that have made up my mental health journey, I just want you to know that you are not alone. No one is ever fully healed, so there will always be low moments, but just know, and I know that people say this all the time, but it's okay not to be okay. And things are always gonna get better. And even though it seems like you're alone and you have no one to turn to, you will always have me and you will always have this amazing Stomp the Stigma community. And if you feel like there's nobody you can turn to in your life, you can always come online and share with us. We will always, always be here for you. With that being said, I really want to thank you guys for making this dream come true for me. Your support, friendship, uh, your honesty and vulnerability are what keep me going. And I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. I know that also sounds super cheesy, but I really do mean it. I don't think I can fully express how much this community and this podcast really means to me. Like, looking back on 2021, I can't believe that I only started Stomp the Stigma almost a year ago. Like, it feels like so much longer to me, but I have absolutely loved every minute of it. I will save some of that recap for my one-year episode, but like I said before, human connection is incredible. And over the past year, I've had the privilege to meet and connect with so many different people. It truly does make my heart so happy and has undoubtedly been a huge part of my own healing journey. So thank you. Okay, speaking of my one-year episode, I will be doing a Q&A episode to celebrate one year of Stump the Stigma. I don't often get to be on the other side, so this time I'll be answering all of your questions. So if you have any questions for me, about the podcast, about guests, about mental health, about my own story and journey, or even questions that are like unrelated to all of it, please send them my way. Um, You can do that on Instagram or to my email. I would love to answer them for you guys. So stay tuned for that one year episode and uh, you get a little insight into kind of my life. All right. I know that so many people do this already, but if you haven't, I really encourage everyone to take a few minutes to just sit down and reflect on 2021. Because even though we were stuck in a pandemic for the whole year, there's so much to learn and think about. Like, how did you change? How are you different from the person you were a year ago? Because I know I am so different. What did you learn this year? What are you leaving behind? What are you going to change going forward? And where do you want to be in a year from now? There's so many questions to ask, so many questions to answer. 
but I think it's so good to take a few minutes to just reflect on all of that. I know that I personally have grown so much over the past year despite the pandemic and this podcast and this community and all of your incredible support has been a huge, huge part of that journey. So again, I just want to thank you guys because I can't imagine where it would be without this podcast. If you've made it this far through the episode, thank you for listening. Um, Sometimes you just got to get it all out. And I know that normal journaling helps me so much. So when I haven't sat down and written out my feelings or acknowledged everything that's going on for a while, um, this is a great way to do that and just express it and rant and, and just let it all out. So if anyone else wants to do this, um, you can contact me. We can have a little Zoom call. You can rant to me. It doesn't even have to be recorded, but if you need a space to let it all out, please let me know because I would love to chat with you. Anyways, thank you all for the love and the support. Um, I want to wish everyone a fantastic 2022 full of love, happiness, healing, and growth. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Feel free to reach out at any time. You can contact me on Instagram and Facebook at StompTheStigmaYYC, and you can email me at StompTheStigmaYYC at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. And if you or someone you know would like to come on, I would love to have you share your story, speak your truth, and together we can stomp the stigma.